And welcome back to the Saint Joseph Podcast. Namis nyo ba kami tatlong araw na ang nakalipas? <laughs> so grabe. Uh, so uh, once again, welcome back to the Saint Joseph Podcast. No? Part 2 ng episode 1 of season 2. 2-1-2. Kunti na lang, 2-1-4, River Maya. So, welcome back to the Saint Joseph Podcast. Kung uh, kakabalik nyo nandito, this is our humble podcast. This is our way of journeying to Saint Joseph's Heart. Alright, so we have our guests here. Say hi naman po, Dr. Corrine and Christine. Hi. Say hi to our audience again. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Alright, so last episode, we have Francis. Let's give a quick overview of what we discussed. So last uh, episode, we discussed Filipino branding. We we just found out that marami pa tayong ma-unearth. Marami pa tayong malalam. We haven't even scratched the surface now on Filipino branding. And what one question that really struck me is, what really is the Filipino? No? So I hope our audience got that and how this Filipino branding talagang very felt ang presence natin all over the world and our love for our faith, you know, when we celebrated our 500 years anniversary of Christianity in the Philippines, talagang damang-dama, no, ang pagmamahal ng Pilipino sa ating pananampalataya. So welcome back to, dito na po nagtutuloy ang ating discussion on Filipino branding with our guests. So Kuya Francis, take away, take it away for our next question. Next Welcome back. Time. So Saint Joseph, you know, we if we look at his life, Saint Joseph had to travel from place to place in keeping, you know, our mother Mary and Jesus safe from in their time national threats, no, Herod, etc. Traveling back. For us naman, how must we, you know, approach like for example, meron tayong community pa and trees, which I think elevates this Another gift that we have, being Filipinos, yung bayanihan spirit. Hindi mo to nakikita sa ibang bansa. Eh. I mean, I, I miss those moments, no? When we we, we commute, when nagpapasahan, hindi mo napapansin. That happens every day. That actually happens every day. So, how does this elevate, you know, our identity as being Filipinos? And maybe even as, you know, being Catholic. So, we can start again with Doc. Ay, with Corina pala. Hindi na pala Doc. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, because, um, so you mentioned something about, uh, okay, St. Joseph, like, he's actually, he's an inspiration. Like, I remember growing up with my Lola uh, back in the 70s, and I'd see her don, like, a green dress with a uh, belt that's yellow and green. And then I was a child, I mean, I was a kid, I just see her go to mass every day with her freedom. And yun pala, she has, um, Yeah, like she has a devotion to Saint Joseph, and she's entrusted all seven of her sons to Saint Joseph. I have one tita, so one girl, seven brothers. Um, and so it's it's been part of our consciousness as Filipinos, uh, Christianity, because I mean it's been there for the longest time. So definitely, it's part of culture. So culture is the way of life of the people. It's it's uh, it's everything that they are, uh, um, their language, it's their their dress, their food. It's their way of life, culture. But like in my study uh, recently of my culture, um, I realized that a culture evolves. Uh, a culture is not stagnant. It's not immobile. Like it's it's progressing. Okay, but what remains are the basics of the culture that makes it what it is. Like it, 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 it's the, it, these are the defining features of 
culture and usually just like in art it has to do with the content it has to do with the values you know that make a people um, last you know, as human beings you know, as 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 a race so it's really not about uh, whether well, they're, they're they're tangible like if they tangible heritage like clothing or food yeah because these can change yeah these can uh, these can be modified can can evolve in terms of form aesthetics and all that but usually remains are the core values not that say the Filipinos we have uh, the Filipino value system that that I land across in Philippine anthropology. I realized, I still have my notes here, it's so crude, uh, but I, uh, Christine has to make a diagram of this. So it's very, very long pages. And uh, the Filipino value system is um, by an anthropologist named F. Lankokan, and he talks about how we are able to operate now, in different levels, our consciousness having in mind a pamantayan, a system, a value system. So we have you know, like a hierarchy of um, values. No? So um, there's a process. There's an entire process that I need to learn. But one thing's for sure: our culture is is um, person oriented. Yeah, our culture is person oriented. So if you're Filipino, you have a propensity to to be with others yeah you're person oriented and the first uh the first persons around us is our family that's why we are so family oriented so we have that natural propensity towards other human beings so the main feature that is um, very uh distinct of us is this whole idea of kapwa that when we see another whoever that is whatever color whatever background even a stranger we see ourselves we see our very self in that other so it's an othering that is actually very filipino othering is like a political term like the other is different from you like you alienate yourself from the other but the filipino is like, isn't like that we don't alienate ourselves. We we relate. So we are very relational as as a race, even before the Spaniards came. It's in our DNA. It's our indigenous culture. So uh, what am I saying here? That this Kapwa orientation makes us um, value the other person, no, as if that person is ourselves. So even before charity of the Christian of Christianity, we already have that notion. But to me, I was like thinking about it earlier for this podcast. But it, it's uh, it's more of the cardinal virtues. So it's not really supernatural virtues. Yet. So you have justice. So the Filipino, if he really wants to be true to being his to be in being Filipino, his Filipinoness is lived to its most. Uh, supreme, shall we say. He is a just person. So every time he sees another human being, he sees himself in that human being. That's just how it that's just how it is in our consciousness. That's the most basic level. 
we're not even talking about bayanihan or um, our being friendly or being magilio. Magilio, just the word, is so replete with meaning. Magilio means happy, refined, a friendly, hospitable, etc., etc. If you take a look at the word magilio, it's the first word that describes who we are because it's our national anthem. There's just so much of virtues about the Filipino. But all of those, the whole gamut of indigenous values are rooted in that one core called kapwa, that we are relational, we are not isolated. As soon as our consciousness is awakened, we turn to another and immediately we see that other as ourself. So I think, of course, it's usually our mother. <laughs> Literally, when we woke up into the world, we saw our mother and our dad, or our dad and then our mom. That's why we're so family-oriented, because it's in our DNA. So it's like that. And then I was explaining this to a friend of mine, and she was saying, um, how can it be? That is so amazing. I said, and yet I said, she said, why are Filipinos like that? What about the others? I, I'm not exactly sure that this is how it's studied uh, in anthropology, our makeup as human beings, as Filipinos. And I said, I think it's a gift, you know, that inherit in us are the four cardinal virtues. Actually, uh, most uh, pronounced is justice, uh, justice, and, and the rest of it, mercy, compassion. It's probably like the malasaki, and then the bayanihan is there. It's just like one of those sub-virtues. Uh, and it's a manifestation already of the kapwa. But the kapwa is intense. Like, you know, like, if a French, yeah, as a French, when I'm an American, when you see another person, do you see yourself? And usually, Western countries are individualistic. They're individualist societies. Because at 17, they already want to be independent. Whereas we, just like the Indians, for example, we're communal. We are communitarian. We are not individualist. That's why there have been some problems when the Americans, when we were colonized by the Americans, because they were actually uh, promoting individualism. But that's not us. So there are actually disjuncts. You see, that's why we're having a hard time now. Uh, you know, like really embracing our identity because of layers and layers of values that aren't really ours. But it was passed on. So in 1521, before the Spaniards came, I think this uh, communal, communal, communitarian, relational, person-oriented person uh, uh, culture is still there. Yeah. But when the Americans came and they really uh, insisted on the American way, there's this heavy uh, you know, uh, indoctrination, education on individualist, individualist uh, sort of uh, Calvinist uh, values, which is fine because it means uh, wanting to be successful as a person, you know, being independent, it's so good. But we were having a hard time embracing that up to now. Because we're really communal, we're really communitarian, relational persons. That's why suddenly we say, oh, bayanihan, that's us. Yeah, but then after a while, it disappears. Why? Because we have really not been um, 
practicing uh, what our consciousness had had been uh, had how our consciousness should be not uh, in the first place. So there's been layers of you know, other influences. So um, what am I driving at? So when you keep going, when you were saying something about when so when Christianity came, actually it's beautiful because it has really perfected justice to charity, love, you know, the supernatural virtue of love. That's why Catholicism is easily embraced here also. They compare it to other nations. So kagad, 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 not like when oh, the sanctity. Don't you wonder? Like why did Juana, the wife of the Dantu, Upon seeing the Santo Nino, which is supposed to be a statue of a little boy, the whole look of it, that's because you know, mom already related herself to the child, the Nino. Because we're like that, we're relational. You see, I think I don't know if that would have happened with other races. I don't know. The barbarian tribes, or is that, I don't know, maybe um, Clovis really embraced his Catholicism way back when there was barbarian tribes for France. Right? But it took some time for the Romans, for example. Right? They were barbaric races. But we were barbaric. But when they came, yes, Lapu Lapu uh, fought with Ferdinand and Jenner. But first, uh, Rahul with a wife. Immediately, like that. Because we're like that. So, but not figure this out. We just say, I si ano, But there are wise about our indigeneity, our indigen, our being indigenous. So it's good to really know. Because we can't really love who we are if we don't know what it's about. And it's beautiful. Like if you read about um how the levels because after we value, okay, so there's halaga. No? So the consciousness of the Filipino, it starts with three operational levels. The first is halaga. We see something, we see someone, and we put value to that person, or we put value to a thing. After that, there's asal. We act upon what we see as value. Asal is the deed already. It's followed through. But then, the third level is diwa. It's the spirit. Then you say, wow. So the Filipino almost immediately believes in his soul? The answer is yes. Even the barangays of the past, the answer is yes. So the spirituality actually has been there. That's why, because we're animists, and so we actually do believe in a in a supreme being, just like the Aztecs or you know, like they. But they had human sacrifices. I don't think we had that. But we're also spiritual, uh, and so there. And that's not Christian. That's not Christian. That's Filipino. And so we actually see some kind of compatibility. And so when the Christianity came, it really just perfected our nature. It's just that years to follow, there have been challenges. And not unless we preach this indigeneity after Christianity, will we really get to see who we are and how lovable we are as Filipinos. And so we start to, you know, we start to understand, like, why are there disjuncts? You know, Christine, like selfishness, why is there katamaran, and all that. Because after um, the American colonial period, with this individualism, 
that's really been in uh, you know being insistent on the Filipinos you know we are changing we were changing the definitions of our values we were changing the definitions of our values and it's a pity because um, it has the value system has been in a way reconstructed and it's not so true to what we really are so we are really not comfortable in our skin we are not why because we've lost what we really were originally <laughs> and you say but you're saying that culture can also evolve yes but not the values the values will remain I don't think you can modify justice, you know. If you're just, you're just. It's black and white. But can you modify our food? Yes. Adobo can be, you know, like uh, a Michelin. <laughs> Three star, five star adobo. But when you say she or he is a just person, yeah? Um, yes, there might be varying degrees, but... You know, the, the, the virtue in itself is black and white. Now, the, those are the ones that we kind of have lost touch with. And um, we need to recall. See, that's why I'm excited because it's really a matter of trying to recall. But I didn't pala tayo. So, bakit ako ganito? Kasi inaral ko siya. Tapos na-realize ko, ah, ganun pala talaga tayo. How do I know? I know my HD in Philippine studies. <laughs> Diba? Oh, so we have to study. Eh. Period. <laughs> How do I know? Okay. PhD. example example Adobo. Ano ba yan? Yeah. Oh, it's so fantastic. Thank you for that, uh, Doc Corinne. No, I mean, I was just thinking. Uh, we're already predisposed and some in some way Christianity perfected that. So maybe we could actually also in a way connect it to you know to Saint Joseph because who who taught our Lord these virtues no? in a in a human way. The best person there is. God chose Saint Joseph for this. And then yeah. we could somehow I mean, we, we all all look up to Saint Joseph Naren as our Spiritual father. I, I think in this coming May, I think the bishops will be consecrating the Philippines to St. Joseph as a country. Well, as a, yeah. So I'm amazed with the predispositions, with it's already there. And then parang instead of the virtues, we went to the food. <laughs> we went to the culture <laughs> instead of the, what really holds value. Yeah. yeah so. Oh. We can hear from, again, from a foreign perspective, no? I mean, after hearing everything. <laughs> well, yeah, um, this is very nice. Like, actually, I, 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 I recall a lot about my experiences here in the Philippines. That's, you know, like what you call you, Bayanihan. So thanks to the Bayanihan gift and, you know, what, what's that um, Corinne just mentioned about the Kawa. Yeah, or you know, like, <laughs> it's actually, it's a advantage for foreigners living here in the Philippines because, you know, it's the first thing I learned here in the Philippines was, you know, visit to the poor. Visit to the poor. That's my first visit to the poor was here in the Philippines. And the next one was, you know, uh, 
you what do you call that? Uh, basuyo po, <laughs> the one on Jeepney. <laughs> you know, I got surprised because you know usually normally people would feel um, bothered to do so. Like who could, you know, you just transfer money to someone you don't even know, just a stranger, and <laughs> and but then people don't find people here don't find it you know bothering or anything because. It's a contrary. It's their value. They like that, and they love helping people. And I'm amazed with that. And there was this—it's uh, just going to be a short story uh, that happened to me, my experience. So I went to the mall. Um, I think it's SM North or something like that before. And then I got a crap, went back home at late night. Then, but then my phone died. I ran out of battery. Died. I couldn't. I was not able to see the license, the number of the the driver, and then it died. So I couldn't find the driver. I couldn't find the grab. I don't know how what to do, and I'm a bit scared to take, um, you know, like the local taxi here in the Philippines. So I usually prefer grab. And then I saw a grab coming, approaching me. So I thought this is, or maybe this is the one. And then I got in. I got inside the grab. And then he ran for a while, and then there's another girl enter the crab, and this is not my crab, but it's hers. <laughs> she got that crab, not me. I got into the wrong crab. I got well, my gosh, I swear, I got so. I don't know what to do. It. I was like, I was okay. Um, I was praying, and we're just like, okay, let me. I'm just gonna talk to her. I went, uh, excuse me, but is, is it okay because my phone died and uh, I couldn't, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get home. So can I just drive with you and then maybe go, when you drop off to your place now, I can, you know, I can ask you to rebook for me another craft so I can go home. Because <laughs> that's the only one way I, I, don't, I didn't know what to do anymore. Okay, so she's very okay. She's like, oh yeah, sure, like that. And then along the way, it's lucky me that along the way, I got down uh, to my old dorm before, along Katipunan. So it's just along the way. She was uh, uh, along near her home also, along the way. I, I, I remember, oh, the, I know this place. So I told her, can I just get down here instead? And yeah, I'm amazed, you know. Normally, I would be scared. Like I'm just, and I'm just new. I only one year long here in the Philippines. Not even one year. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> this is actually scary. But I'm amazed that again, like with the don't know the charity, the love of the the Filipinos for others and even just strangers. Like yeah, amazing. <laughs> It's actually scary, but yeah, I just go with them because I actually learned also learned to open myself for others to have a chance to help. Like that's what I try to learn, and I'm still learning. Like I think people good should have a chance to help others, you know. And uh, why don't we just make them have a chance? Like give them a chance to do so. So I think it's a good thing to. To, yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Christine. <laughs> Wonderful story. So, parang it's really there. I mean, we just have to unearth those gems of being Filipinos, of, <laughs> of our faith, eh, for our faith to perfect it, no. So, ikaw Lucas, I mean, you've been hanging on talaga. Parang anta yung gusto ng ilabas. 
I'll make it short. Kasi ang daming learning si, ang daming talagang parang this isn't this isn't just good with coffee, this is good with beer, no? Para talaga mahaba-haba, mahaba-haba ang usapan. So this is my invitation to Doc uh, Corinne and Christine. Maybe we can when all the when the pandemic's done, let's uh, hang out and discuss more about this, okay? Thank you. So this is my invitation, no? So uh, I, I have so much to say, but I guess uh this is to sum up our discussion on this wonderful question no? is this is our call to action for everyone to really look into themselves and ask that question what is filipino no so parang there may you can attack it in many many ways but then one thing is for sure is that the filipino survives the filipino is innovative the filipino is creative this creation of the community pantry is simply never gonna expect yan talagang may may surprise factor may wow factor talagang pinoy simple simple explanation X Factor, uh, American Idol. If there's a film, there's a Pinoy there. Biglang mo na, oh, where are you from? The Philippines. Automatic na yan. Magaling kumata, you know what? Diba? Parang, or pag may nagahanap abroad, no, we, we're looking for um, uh, nurses. Oh, Pinoy kagal, Pinoy kagal yan. So parang, pero syempre, hindi lang dun yun. Marami pa yan eh. Marami pa tayong ma-unearthed. Marami pa tayong masasabi para dito. So maybe this is our call to action to all the viewers out there listening to us right now. Let us pray to St. Joseph na, oo, kilala na tayo pagiging resilient, kilala na tayo pagiging uh, hospitable, kilala na tayo pagiging mabait, maging uh, very pious people. But let's let's ask the help of St. Joseph no? to really unearth and find the true value, the true meaning of what a Filipino really is. Did that sound so nationalistic? Did that sound so... <laughs> Sorry, I was really into the moment. I really wanted to share that with everyone. This is really our call to action, to really look into ourselves and find that definition of what a Filipino is. So that's all I have to share. Thank you so much. Kasi papunta na tayo dito sa new segment natin, eh, Francis. So, Doc, uh, Doc uh, Christine, I hope you guys don't mind. I'll, I'll introduce our next segment, all right? So to our dear viewers, thank you so much for joining us for part two of episode one for season two. Buti di ako nabubulol dun, no? So, we are now about to introduce episode two. Our... <laughs> episode one, part two. Okay. Ah, episode two ba? Oh, yun, sorry. Episode two. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, we are now, allow us to bring you all to our new segment for this show called Tatak Joseph. Kuya Kiko, nice song choice. Ha? Very, very tamang-tama sa mood natin. So, welcome, dear friends, to Hashtag Tatak Joseph. So, last season, we discussed, you know, what will St. Joseph do? Pero, syempre, hindi rin mawawala yan sa St. Joseph. Staple na natin yan sa, sa podcast natin. No? Pero, last season, we discussed what would St. Joseph do. Here, we find solutions, you know, resolutions on how we can live better lives and how we can offer all our problems, all our, everything that we do to St. Joseph. Here naman, Tatak Joseph, we welcome you all to a new segment on our show called Tatak Joseph. What is Tatak Joseph? Here, we share virtues, values that we have to emulate or we have to employ in our lives that St. Joseph already does no? in his uh, in his life. So here, the St. Joseph podcast, Francis, Lucas, and I, together with our guests, will share with you all our insights on our hashtag Tatak Joseph. So, 
uh, Francis, I'll take care of the question. So maybe let's just do a round table of uh, round robin na lang of your insights. No? So for okay. our Tatak Joseph for today, dear friends, dear uh, viewers out there, salagin po kayo. So just comment hashtag Tatak Joseph in our comment section. So for our Tatak Joseph tonight, what is one Tatak Joseph virtue, value, or philosophy you employ in your life or you wish to employ in your life? So maybe we can start with uh, Doc, uh, Corinne again. Your thoughts, Bob? Yeah, I'm so excited for this last one because, well, for one, it's uh, it's the year of Saint Joseph, and uh, I'm more of a Marian devotee, and so I think this is a wonderful, uh, you know, uh, gift to us this year by the Holy Father and um, our Mother, the Church, that we try to take a look at this figure, towering figure in the Church. Um, in the, this year, in this challenging year of the pandemic, and then previous what well, this year especially, um, it's just that uh, yeah. So you say something about uh, virtue of Saint Joseph, a virtue of Saint Joseph. I just heard this other day uh, in a guided prayer uh, in one of uh, yeah, I think in Saint Joseph Maria podcast, in Saint Joseph Maria Institute. And it struck me when the preacher said something about uh, the one of the you know like the more salient features of Saint Joseph is his divine filiation. I never really thought about that. He said that he was such a child of God that he abandoned everything to God. You know that's why you know, we see him in the sleeping Saint Joseph, right? The Holy Father is a devotion to him, sleeping or like resting, and then he. Um, I seem to have always just shrugged his shoulders. Saint Jose Maria described him as a person just shrugged his shoulders, and you know, despite all the as you were you guys were saying earlier, the national problem of violence, all this the challenges for the Jews, um, you know, like he just went on, you know, with doing to do what he he was told to do, right? So he's such a peaceful guy, and my dad. Um, my, my dad was a devotion to Saint Jose Maria Escriva because he is always Saint Jose Maria. He always a huge devotee of Saint Joseph. Um, has a special, uh, you know, like closest to him. Such that one afternoon, um, he was uh, he, he was so, uh, you know, like expressive about uh, his devotion that he said that he prayed to Saint Joseph and he, he told me about this in a very um, I don't know, like in a very palatable way. Sobrang damang-daman eh. Yung sinabi niya to kay St. Joseph, confident siya, nabari-receive niya yung yung favor na yun. Sabi mo, wow, what, what devotion. I mean, it's amazing. And so that, um, kind of like, that also showed me like his influence on people and how they transform into like children of God, you know, because my dad suddenly has this abandonment providence, thanks to St. Joseph. And true enough, you know, the following day, he got what he wanted. <laughs> and from then on, I said, wow, grabe, lakas pa St. Joseph, ha? And that was, that was uh, maybe like two years ago. So you can just imagine like how happy he is that this year is the year of St. Joseph, right? So that's one. But then this last one, very quickly, on Tatak St. Joseph. And I think the reason why Filipinos can can actually relate to St. Joseph and a big number of Filipinos have a devotion to St. Joseph apart from the Nazarenes because unconsciously, you know, they see themselves in him. 
the indigenous Filipino. Why? Because if you know this, he's a workman. Yeah. And he he is actually an epitome of what you call folk dignity. He's an ordinary guy. I mean, God could have taken, I don't know, like a converted tax tax collector <laughs> to be his father. He could have been like some kind of Pharisee, you know, who is a scribe or something like that. I mean, God could have also chosen his father. Yeah, it could be have accompanied Our Lady. But why did we choose a simple carpenter who had that very simple trade? And when we see all his depictions, he's, he's such a simple man. And you know what? In Philippine art, that was how we've been described by art critics and art theorists. Alice Guillermo is an expert in Philippine representation, say that we are really not, uh, you know, like, um, like some kind of like a sensational sort of representation because we don't have palaces here. Not like the Vietnamese have palaces. We're not like the Thais with kings and queens and all that. And they have courtly dances. We're not like that. That's why sometimes we had problems with tourism because we're really low key. You know, that's why we have our malls. <laughs> it's in stark contrast with our countryside. Because we're the countryside folk. We're a folk people or by Kubo and all that. And we're happy being farmers, being fishermen. And if you notice, our songs, our dances, are really about fisherfolk and, um, you know, farming. So there's this whole idea about dignity in work, humble work, and um, the, the, the folk piety that makes us Filipino. And that is so Tatak Joseph, you know? Like he's he was an if he's not uh, like these Saint Saint Charles Borromeo and all they they were aristocrats some were even kings but Saint Joseph and he's the foster father saint he's just like a carpenter you see and what are we Filipinos I mean we should be happy being represented by OFWs domestic helpers that's what the the globe in the global scenario some people have even uh, you know related being Filipino would say domestic help. And you should be proud about that because these people have really tried their best to make us look good globally. Why? Because they're excellent workers. Our nurses, our doctors, that's Tatak Filipino. Our excellent service. Why? Because also of our Filipino values. Um, but we are really not CEOs. You know, I, there was a question I asked before. How come we don't really have a lot of CEOs in Silicon Valley? We have so many Filipinos there. How come there are more Indians and Chinese? Yeah, Philippine CEOs, not so. We're always just in the background. And we're happy that. Contribute to American economy, you know, being excellent uh, like foot soldiers. But we're there. There are some CEOs maybe, but you know, they're, they're really not so many. But we're happy. We're happy folk. Being, um, having the folk dignity. So I think that's where St. Joseph comes in. We can, you guys are still promoting this whole idea about this lovable figure. I think it's going to resound. And a lot of guys and young ladies should also see that as an inspiration of, you know, uh, just quiet, excellent work and uh, being happy in our skin. Just that. Thank you very much for that. Excellent work. We are indeed a happy folk, no? 
Marami. Thank you so much things to ponder on, so much things to reflect on. Yeah, Thank you, for, uh, Corrine. I'm, I'm so uncomfortable, Dr. Corrine. <laughs> so what about you, uh, Christine, uh, your thoughts, your hashtag? Um, to be honest, I'm really thankful for this, you know, I mean, like the year of St. Joseph and this podcast as well. I mean, like everything related to St. Joseph because uh, thanks to the to, to these things, I learned more about him. Because to be honest, I I just know him as, you know, the really good father on earth of Jesus. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and then the really good husband of Mama Mary. And that's what I only know is, you know, like he's a really simple guy. I know this because uh, I think my dad, because um, the godfather, saint name of, um, saint name of my dad is Saint Joseph. Yeah, so, and I can tell my dad is very simple and it's really quiet man, like very simple and quiet man. <laughs> and uh, that's what I actually like of, um, of Saint Joseph, humble and simple. He's really too humble that, you know, he barely, he was barely mentioned in, you know, Bible or any books. Like, it's totally very hard to, to, to fight or like, um, yeah, so thanks to this year, actually, I, I, I feel like a lot of people start, even me, like start praying to him. It's very good and get to know about him even more. Yeah. And uh, yeah, being like a really prudent man and uh, simple in all his life even his death is so quiet like you know <laughs> it's just so quiet that yeah i i i would love to really like look i will look, i search in, do you guys have like a book that you could recommend to read like about central Z, like things like that so i would love to check on it because yeah it could be nice to know more about him. I'm, I'm sure you know a Doc Christine. Today, Doc Christine. Saint Joseph. Saint Joseph, directed by. Uh, it's, who is it? Uh, famous author. Author. Uh, Mary Joseph of Nazareth. Nazareth. Joseph of uh, Suarez. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And even the no consecration to Saint Joseph by Father Donald Calloway. Oh, or the one of the Holy Father, the recent one. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Squared. Yeah. There's a lot of resources. I mean, just yeah. imagine. I'll go, Lucas. So, I mean, who, who Lucas, wants to... Lucas is so inspired. I said, I said, indeed. But... Yeah, I <laughs> uh, uh, Kuya, you could go ahead, your uh, friends. Ah, okay. Francis. Well, honestly, I, I don't know where to start also. But, you know, I was really struck by. Just trying to imagine, Saint Joseph and Our Lady—they also experienced this beauty of divine filiation, because they too are children of God. They're, they're also children of God, like us. They're a simple, loving children that we can too be. So, I mean, there's no way one can give an excuse, a reason not to imitate them when they have clearly made it so easy, especially for Filipinos. If Filipinos are predisposed, already have these virtues that they just have to develop in the light of their lives, why why, why should we fall short in inspiration when 
especially now in the year of St. Joseph, you see so many people coming up as parang they want to be experts already na they, they know so much about St. Joseph. Parang tayo lang. No? Pero I mean, that's the beauty of it also because we, we just want to go on, share this gift that we did not know St. Joseph already has shown, especially in the lives of Filipinos. You know, one thing that I realized also, St. Joseph is patron of the Catholic Church, of the Universal Church. But I, I fell short at this aspect of me learning Latin. Patron coming from the Latin pater. He is literally the father of the church. And I would say he could also be the father of Filipinos, the father of our country, the father of everyone. Because, I mean, just imagine, like what Doc Corinne said, no, I'm... Our, uh, God could have, you know, entrusted his son to the elites, to what sorts of people they were in during their time. But no, he chose someone who is like a Filipino. That's why, for me, I think Tatak Joseph is like Tatak Filipino Ren. That's what we could be too, you know? Uh, and even the word patriotism Ren is like rooted to fatherhood. So, I mean, yes, of course, this is our motherland. So, to somehow complete that picture, especially if we're so communal, if we're so fami- familial, then why not put St. Joseph as truly the real authentic model of for both men and women, Filipino men and women of our faith. So ako, that's my that's my takeaway. No? Uh, St. Joseph can actually be pulled to that extent, his life, to our identity, our branding, our story, that there's still so much... It's like, you know, being Philippine, there's so much to unearth. At the same time, there's so many things that we can unbox from the life of St. Joseph, from that 30 years of hidden life with our Lord. Yun lang. Ikaw, Lucas. Ako, ubus na talaga. That ends today's episode. Thank you, uh, guys, so much. Really, really great insights. God this really... So wonderful might have chosen yes. someone similar to a Filipino. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Dokunin. Thank you, thank you so yeah. much. No? So, from my end, man, Tatak Joseph, uh, I'm just two things. I think we're all in the season na may mga gagra- malapit ng grumaduit dyan. <laughs> so, yung mga nagtitesis na lang dyan. Good luck sa ating lahat. Just a gentle reminder that I'm pretty sure St. Joseph was a master craftsman. So, let's uh, patapos na ang school year. So, let's 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 keep on pushing for great work because you know as filipinos you know we're very hard working let's let's obviously settle for the best not yung basta mapasa lang kasi i'm pretty sure saint joseph was the only carpenter in nazareth and i'm pretty sure he was the best of the best during his time no so let's make sure to campaign for that great work nilang good great best work para maganda yung kalalabasan ng ating ano para maka graduate na tayo okay kasi ako gagraduate na anytime soon so Saint Joseph alala mo pa eh <laughs> kailangan ipaalala i had to be that person i'm sorry guys and last thought na lang siguro is uh, i'd like to take an excerpt from what uh, po Francis mentioned sa kanyang uh, video for the Philippines when we celebrated 500 years of Christianity here so po Francis mentioned let us contemplate Nazareth the tender love of the Holy Child, which is a symbol of the arrival of Christianity in your archipelago, reminds us of the hidden life of the Holy Family in Nazareth. Mary and Joseph raised the child Jesus with love. 
By opening the doors of your families to the Holy Child, you too will be able to transmit to your children the faith that you received from your parents. Thank you for the deep, that deep sense of family, com community, and fraternity that keeps you firm in faith, joyful in hope, and attentive in charity. So let's continue to be one united Filipino family. Let's continue to pray for our country, and let's continue to look for those clues to find that final definition of what makes a Filipino. St. Joseph, pray for us. So, grave, we, we could go on and on about this, but dito na talaga nagtatapos ang ating first, first few episodes of season two. So, we hope you guys had fun. Uh, muli kami po ay nagpapasalamat Christine and Dr. Gunin. Thank you so much thank for joining so us in the show. Give you a round of applause. Yes. Thank you. Before we end you pala, baka Dr. Corinne wants to promote her program, di ba? Yeah, I mean, go ahead. So oh, yes, go ahead. Uh, go go take it away. Take it away. Take it away, boy. I'm a Philippine branding program. Uh, well, yeah, so we're, we're supposed to be starting in May 3, but uh, it's been quite tough to get, uh, you know, recruits for it because it's a little bit costly online. Uh, in principle, it's, it's mostly for everyone, you know. Anyone who'd like to make their Filipino product or service more Filipino and really ready for global selling online or on-site. So I have a workshop for that. Uh, there's also a key selling all that, yeah. But um, the other one is called art science. So it's like art education for STEAM professionals, science, technology, engineering, math, for them to be ready for also like global, global business, something like that. So I'm actually trying to attract Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> you had me. Have me already. Big branding. Then I'm casing already. You have me already. Siki ko na rin. Si Chrissy matagal ko ng apprentice yun. And Francis also. He's been he's been a star on my TV. Nako. Now I find another talent. I find another talent. Si Lucas. Nako ng galing. See you soon. See you soon. See you soon, powerhouse. Thank you so much, people. Thank you, thank you, Rinpo. Thank, yeah. thank you so much. All right. So, Christine, any final words for our audience today? You'd like to share anything? Any promote so, anything? Go ahead. No, for me, just one word, you know, I'm Vietnamese, but Filipino by heart. That's what I always say. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Salamat. <laughs> Patay, baka hindi ka napapasukin. Hindi ka napumalik. Yeah! Alright, thank you so much. So, dear friends, maraming maraming salamat po for joining us on this wonderful, wonderful episode. Pero, syempre, hindi pa rin nagtatapos ang ating episode dahil magdadasal pa tayo. So, here to pray, let us now, thank you again for joining us for this wonderful episode. So, let us now pray our favorite prayer here in the St. Joseph Podcast. Prayer Francis. Let's go. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Joseph the Just, wisdom is with you. Blessed are you among all men, and blessed is Jesus, the fruit of Mary, your faithful spouse. Holy Joseph, worthy foster father of Jesus Christ, pray for us sinners and obtain divine wisdom for us from God, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Joseph, our Father and Lord. Pray for us. Pray for us. Saint Joseph, indeed, our Father and Lord. 
pray for us. So, thank you for joining us today, dear friends. We hope you had a great time and you learned something new today. Together, let us journey to St. Joseph's heart. This has been the St. Joseph Podcast with Lucas and Francis along, alongside Doc Corrine and Christine. Ite at Joseph. See you soon. Season 2 na tayo. Welcome back to the St. Joseph Podcast. Paalam and ingat always. Stay safe. Mga kababayan. Adios. <laughs>